Hello everybody, my name is Landon Arenas. Thanks for listening to episode 191 of the Vortex Apologetic Podcast. Welcome to the Vortex Apologetic, where substance reigns over mindless entertainment. Because biblical truth matters in a profound, timely, and urgent way in a lost and dying world. And now, introducing your humble servants in Jesus Christ, Ricardo, a.k.a. Beef, Arenas, and Jeff, the Brain, Claiborne. Oh, dear Lord, we are grateful and thankful for another opportunity, Father, to gather via the internet, Lord, and uh, continue the work, Father, that you have uh, given us, Father, uh, in blessing those who hear us, Father, with uh, dealing with uh, daily topics, just things that are going on in life, Lord. We're thankful and grateful that we're able to do this. Uh, my brother, the brain out there in the East Coast, and uh, me here in the West Coast, we are grateful for life. We're grateful for all the things that uh, we get to see and experience every day. But also, Father, the fact that we're able to, uh, you know, talk about your word and preach the gospel in a way, Father, that uh, people are can understand it. People can be challenged and encouraged, Father, to seek truth. And stand on the truth, Lord. Father, at this time, I pray for uh, Southern California, Father, as we are uh, experiencing uh, uh, just something out of the ordinary, which is a, it was a hurricane at one point from a high category to now a lower category. But we are expecting rain, floods, wind, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you keep people safe, Lord, and that the damage is not severe, Lord. Uh, I thank you that uh, we are going to get water, which is a blessing for our state, Lord. But also, Father, keep us safe. Keep your people safe as well, Lord. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Thank you for my brother out there in the East Coast. Continue to bless his life. Continue to be with him and his family, Lord. I pray that uh, um, as he's praying for us from afar, Lord, that uh, the time comes and he has to deal with these things as well, the rain and hurricanes and things like that, Lord, that you keep him safe as well. Thank you for all that you do. And we praise you and worship you in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, brother. I, oh, see, I see the sunny, beautiful, sunny background on your side of the country. I did that on purpose, brother. Mm, yeah, in, just, huh? so, just, so, just so that you San Diego guys know what your normal weather is, you know, what you normally get. Yeah, which, and what, we normally, is, what we normally don't get. <laughs> I was going to say, it's opposite for you, right? It's <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we, we swapped, man. It's 70 degrees, nice. Yeah. You know, yeah. sun is sun is setting behind me. It's beautiful. And folks, when he says it's beautiful, it is beautiful. He has his camera on. I'm looking at it. Yep. He's smiling at me because he knows he's rubbing it in because <laughs> we're raining out here, expecting that hurricane sure. to hit us later tonight. But uh, yeah, bro, so, enjoy it. So I was, was going to say, brother, uh, when Hillary blows your house over here to North Carolina. We got some vacant lots out here. Just set it down in one of them. We, we oh could be, we could, we could, it's, yeah, we, we could be neighbors. I'm just saying. You know what? Hey, praise the Lord. Lord, just helped our landing into uh, yeah. the Carolinas. Give, 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 us give us a, us safe a nice, uh, yeah, give <laughs> us a nice land. <laughs> oh, oh my, my goodness. goodness. That is well, funny. By the time this podcast comes out, there'll be, the news will be all over the aftermath of what's coming right, and, uh, right. you know, so they'll be reporting on the flooding and the surf and the, you know, mm-hmm. all the stuff going on, you know, 
So then we'll have to do another podcast and pray for all that. But uh, yeah, I I think uh, for you folks, well, I don't know how fast it's be released, but for the folks out there in Southern California, especially LA area, that looks like they're going to get hit hard. Um, heed the warnings. I went through. We went through a hurricane here uh, about eight nine eight nine months ago, something like that. Yeah. Right. Earlier in the yeah, anyway, um, her it was a category one, hmm. and the winds were unbelievable. Yeah, you know, of course, I'd never it'd be my I've never experienced a hurricane before, this is my first one, so you know, I'm sure other folks are going, Well, you know, you haven't had a two or a three or a four, right? Right, uh, don't want one, <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know. Take it serious because even with a tropical storm, those winds can hit gust. Uh, they'll say 40 mile an hour winds, but they'll come through at 50, 60, 70 miles an hour on, mm. on the gust mm-hmm. easily. And those sycamore trees out there, they're not rooted very well. Yeah. Right. And they go down real easy with those winds. So just be careful with that. So anyway, just a little little plug there. No, thank so. you. Appreciate that, brother. And yep. folks, yeah, mm-hmm. where he lives, there's a lot more of that stuff than us here, Californians. Yeah. It's yeah. rare. I think this is the first time in what 70, 80 years? I think that's since, happening. Since I think they said 1936 or 37. Okay. Yeah. Somewhere around in there is when the last one came through. That's how rare these things are for us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you've lived there all your life. I lived mm-hmm. there for over 30 years yeah, and never saw it. I mean, they'd, they would announce them off the coast, but they'd always hit Baja and never right. hit, uh, they'd never hit San Diego or anything. And we, well, we always felt so bad for the folks in Baja, you know, cause they got hammered with those things, mm-hmm. but, um, but yeah, so this is, this is interesting, uh, change in the weather, weather patterns. So. Good stuff, bro. So, so other than that, brother, how you doing? Good, brother. Staying busy, as always. Um, and I know folks are probably like, man, these guys are haven't been that consistent. Yes, we apologize for that. It's been all me. <laughs> it's been a lot going on uh, with work, family, all that good stuff. But uh, we're going to try to get back to normal, a little bit more consistency. My brother's keeping busy. So I always encourage everybody, go check out my brother's channel. He has a lot of stuff that he covers uh, on short clips, uh, 15, well, you'd say 15, 30-minute uh, videos, brother. Um, yeah. So yeah. check out that information here when we get together. We cover a lot of his stuff that he puts out and probably go into uh, a little bit more detail in certain things. But my brother covers a lot of stuff. So I definitely encourage you to go check him out at his uh, and brother tell us your channel that way people can hear it it's c files and i've shifted more on youtube now i i ran into a little bit of a problem with BitChute. it it wouldn't load up my videos if they were mm, a certain okay. length mm-hmm. so i just said you know i if i can't get them loaded i'm not going to bother so uh but youtube has been accepting them so oh, cool and, and i haven't had a problem so I'll, i've switched switched over to youtube uh, it, you know, I go with whatever platform will accommodate me at this point. There you go. <laughs> so right now it's YouTube and that's where I'm located. So C files on YouTube. I still have my channel on BitChute, but it's older videos now. 
So oh, okay. Well, I will yeah. make an update to the link that yeah. I have attached on mm-hmm. our website that has your bit shoot up put up the YouTube as well. That yeah, people can find you there. Out of the there net, brother. What kind of stuff you have for us today? I know you said you got something pretty good. Well, I'm trying to find it here on Twitter. Um, Michael O'Fallon of Sovereign Nations. I don't know if you're familiar with him. Uh, Yes. Yeah, he puts out some good stuff. He was saying that, uh, and I don't have the tweet in front of me, but I read it earlier. He was saying that um, based upon information he was getting from travel agents and people in the travel industry and from some connections he had in government, that um, Plandemic 2.0 is coming up. Plandemic 2.0. 2.0. So uh, what is the, this one going to entail? Well, there's different opinions when I was looking through the comment section. Okay. But it seems that you know it's going to be the masking again. They're mm-hmm. going to try to shut everything down again. They're going to try to, you know, like the first one. Uh, nothing was mentioned about shots in any of the posts that I was looking at, but, uh, they were saying, um, you know, like, if you want to, like, we're planning something in February for a travel thing. And also we're going to be trying to travel in October. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know how that will affect any of that, but, uh, people are saying mid September. Mm, interesting. When it'll, it'll get started, and uh, from what the posts were saying, um, and this remember, folks, this is all just stuff on Twitter that's uh, people are predicting. Okay, so take it take it as that. Um, the mid September, uh, starting with the travel portion of it, where TSA is going to start enforcing things, and you know. Can't get on a plane without a mask, probably things like that. Mm-hmm, right. um, and then, um, and then it will hit. They're saying Democrat states, like with Democrat governors. Um, now, I was re- looking through the comment section, and the vast majority of the comment section was, "Nope, ain't going to do it. Ain't going to cooperate. Not happening." <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I. Go ahead. I was going to say, think people learned their lesson or <laughs> or they uh, really paid attention to how bad it got with the uh, misinformation? <laughs> well, um, I think people, once they've been lied to, uh-huh. they're not they're not going to trust you ever again, especially right. if it's especially if it involves government. Yeah. And, so, and, and that's a know. good way to put it, because. I mean, brother, just think about it. Do people really trust the government right now? Do they really trust the news media right now? Uh, no, they don't. Yeah. So now, it, now this one out of the UK, uh, independent uh, UK uh, in independent.co.uk. New COVID, new COVID wave has begun, and we should wear masks again. Warned scientists. So you can see mm-hmm. the beginning of it starting to, and it, it always starts over there and moves its way over here, right? Yeah, right. And so you can see the beginning of it. Here's uh, Dr. Scott Gottlieb says he's pretty concerned about new COVID uh, variants. So people were trying to figure out, is it going to be 
biological base or is it going to be um um i'm trying to think ecologically based you know mm-hmm. where uh you know the the climate change type of stuff and it looks like this is looking at biological based so this is a this is what's being put out so just a heads up and so me personally and i think this this entire county that i'm living in we're just we're just all gonna look and go yeah right and just keep on going with life (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean this county brother is so okay when i was looking at it online just to learn more about stanley county here in north carolina the description of the county was extremely conservative (laughs) that's all you needed to know they're gonna be like nope ain't doing it (laughs) yeah Yeah. so but yeah it's uh so yeah they're gonna try to i don't think it's gonna work personally here's why i think at least at least 50 percent of the nation is gonna go no Mm -hmm. you 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 played this game with us once you're not playing you're not playing it a second time yeah right (laughs) <laughs> it's almost like we let we let you walk all over us the first time around second time it is that's not gonna happen <laughs> yep yep so. here's Stu peters Stu peters said the target in my city just put in 24 drive-up stalls as if they are expecting another lockdown interesting mm. so there's a lot of lot of talk about it on here yeah no, absolutely. There is a lot more for mm-hmm. when you actually, because I'm I just did it right now. I'm mm-hmm. I'm duck duck going mm-hmm. pandemic 2.0, and it's loading up. But yeah, it talks about yeah, just opinions and yeah, look up and be warned and look yeah. ahead and yeah. So here's here's died suddenly. Um, and uh, it's got Infowars here, and it says uh, TSA whistleblower says masks are coming back in October, and full COVID restrictions are coming back in December mm. due to new COVID variant coming out of Canada. Really, right. any Canadians listening to this? <laughs> We'd like to hear from you, <laughs> right? <laughs> It's like, really? (laughs) Elon Musk, uh, although there are some bad things in the world, remember that there are many good things, too. Uh, Yeah, like Christ, Elon. Yeah, Jesus. Jesus Christ. Yeah, uh, just talking to Elon for a moment there. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) Robert W. uh, Malone, right? Remember Dr. Malone, MD? Oh, yeah. Uh, so he says Joe Biden is slammed for backdoor violation of the Second Amendment after 122, 122 gun dealers were stripped of their licenses by the ATF. Uh, and he talks about the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives has revoked the license of 122 gun dealers. I thought he was going to talk about pan- the coming pandemic. Mm. He got me on that one. Anyway, <laughs> so it's about gun, right? gun control. Yeah, well, yeah, hit them with the pandemic and take their guns, you know, that kind of thing. So, 
You know how it goes. Yeah. By the way, have you heard of the uh, Elon Musk versus uh, Mark Zuckerberg for uh, as an MMA fight? <laughs> I have. That's hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Apparently, they are both training and each one has a personal trainer uh that you know they're being trained by two like mma fighters so apparently it's gonna happen so <laughs> that's gonna be interesting you know what that's gonna be a high selling fight right there oh absolutely <laughs> it's gonna generate generate so much money hey hey you know trump's a big ufc fan i wonder if he'll show up He'll be there, front row. I'm sure. I'll bet they don't sit right next to Dana White, right? Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> oh, that's all oh, that. Yeah, yeah. So check it out. I, I just Google. It's taking a minute here, low, but it says Elon Musk versus Mark Zuckerberg fight confirmed. Money will be donated to veterans. That's awesome. So it says Twitter owner Elon Musk announced Friday. I don't know how old this is. Let me see if it has a date here. Oh, August 11th. So just this past week, a week ago, it says, announced Friday that he and Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg have agreed to terms on an MMA fight. Musk tweeted that the fight will take place in Italy, be promoted by his and Zuckerberg's foundations, and be streamed on Twitter and Meta. And then it says, he also tweeted that all proceeds from the bout will be donated to veterans. Musk did not provide a date for the fight, nor did he provide it a specific venue beyond Rome. But he tweeted that he spoke with Italy's prime minister and minister of culture, and they worked together to choose an epic location. So it's going to take place. <laughs> In Italy? In Italy, yeah. And the money that they generated is going to go to a uh, foundation. Like, uh, yeah. Chari yeah it's going to be charity to the veterans. Charity. Yeah, yeah. The veterans. Yeah. That's actually cool. That's very interesting. But that, you it know is. What? But that's been a little bit of the hype as of late. Celebrities getting into, you know, uh, MMA fighting or, you know, boxing. I, I've seen some where they box, like uh, some... Uh, um, actors they and they donated you know to foundations whatever money it generated but they went on they actually trained and did some fights well let's hope let's hope it's it's a good one <laughs> right yeah exactly <laughs> uh, so pick, pick 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 your winner folks all right so meanwhile back 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 to the pandemic back to reality <laughs> <laughs> back to the ranch i just had to throw that in because you mentioned elon Musk, so i said hey by the way oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> Here's O'Fallon again, uh, and this is uh, he he posted NBC News. So here we go. So the the official spokes uh, news agency for the uh, uh, for the uh, New World Order. How's that? Mm. Uh, gl global disease experts are monitoring a new COVID variant that carries a large number of mutations, looking uh, meaning it looks significantly different from the original version of Omicron. <laughs> And the previously dominant strain targeted by upcoming COVID booster shots. Can anybody say flu season? <laughs> Just wondering if you could pronounce that. Okay. They have, here's O'Fallon. He says they have started uh, the reflexive campaign. This means if this strategy is followed through to activation, 
that most red states will not follow guidelines while blue states will. Conservatives will not follow lockdowns while progressives will. Progressives will call conservatives dangerous while conservatives will call progressives dangerous. Uh, one of the goals will be to further isolate and fracture the nation, which will drive the big sort, in, in uh, quotations. Uh, mm. Some of the other goals will be to further destroy our economy and our transportation and delivery infrastructure. Pandemics are a very effective tool for dividing nations. And so there's there's the official opinion of Michael O'Fallon. In case anybody was wondering, brother. <clears throat> well, thank you. Thank you for that. And uh, mm-hmm. folks, you know, things happen. <laughs> so do not be surprised when you start. I'll tell you though what, brother, my wife and I, you know, because we very much observe things and we've noticed mm-hmm. the last, man, within the last two, three weeks, we've seen more people mask up wherever we've gone. And we kind of look at each other like, man, do you see that mass are kind of coming back a little bit? Like, do you see more people yeah. again? And it's like, what's going on? But we didn't think about, hey, this whole, you know, pandemic that's going to happen again in the future. And then she came across some article that said they're, yeah, they, they're expecting uh, for, you know, to, to uh, those cases to increase and expecting more mask mandates. And so we're like thinking, oh, no wonder people, you know, people that are afraid already, they're going to mask up. They're going to be showing up in places with mask on or whatever. But yeah, we've right. noticed that a little bit more. As well, you know, it's interesting because I was wondering what was going on because uh, we visit our granddaughter in mm-hmm. the Raleigh Raleigh area yesterday. Okay. We it's about three hour drive out there. But anyway, um, we we went to um, uh, I can't remember the name of the place. It was it was one of those uh, Asian pastry uh, coffee tea type places. Mm, okay, uh, Briscoe Tea or something like that. I can't remember what it's called. Anyway, and. A gentleman walked in. Everybody, everybody was normal, but then a the guy walked in and put a mask on. Mm-hmm. And I looked at him. And go, well, he's out of place. <laughs> then he walks out and pulls the mask off. Oh, I go, well, that was interesting behavior. Yeah, yeah. And sure. and then because out here you don't see it, right? Right. And then uh, uh, then I read this today and learned about this. So I, mm-hmm. I think we're going to see more and more and more of it as we go along. Right. So, and so we'll see who's buying the hype and the propaganda and who's not. That should be interesting to watch and see, see all of that. So. Absolutely. All right. So anything, uh, biblically you want to look at brother or any other news? Well, I, you know what? Yeah, absolutely. So I don't think we've, We've rarely mentioned Jude. We haven't really dived into Jude. But right now at church, we're going through the study of uh, the book of Jude and what it is to contend for the faith and uh, how uh, uh, Jude instructed the believers as far as when they have to contend for the faith, the reason why they have to contend to the faith and for what things to watch out. And obviously it's talking about, you know, beware of uh what we call the creepers, because what they did, they creep, they crept into churches or into the church body. And a lot of the times it wasn't blatant lies and heresy, but it was niceness, 
<laughs> you know, they crept into the church and from the inside, they started deceiving people. How important is it now today, brother? Uh, not only, you know, go through the book of Jude, learn how to contend for the faith and what it means. Because when you read some of the terms in the book of Jude, it talks about, and in that context, it talks about wrestling. And it's almost like a, you know, a real Greco-Roman wrestling type of contending, you know, uh, in that regard. Now, how should we approach it as Christians living today? Do we take it lightly? contend for the faith you see something say something or do we contend for the faith brother you're wrong you're a heretic you need to leave this church oh that's strong words <laughs> um for, well let me get to that answer to that question but i'm going to read the passage you're talking about real quick how's Absolutely. that sound? Absolutely. uh and and this is out of jude uh, it's it's jude is only one chapter folks by the way so it's uh verses three and four i'll be reading uh and this is king james be beloved when i gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints, for there are certain men kept in unawares, or crept in unawares, I should say, who were before of old ordained to this condemnation, ungodly men turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. And so I think it seems there he's talking about them denying uh, the deity of Christ. Perhaps mm -hmm. he could be, he could be referencing uh, Gnosticism, which was so common right back then. And uh, and so Gnostics were a secret knowledge. You know, mm -hmm. anytime you run into secret knowledge, run, run for the hills, get away from it. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, because it's not of God, I'll guarantee you, Amen. if it's secret knowledge. Uh, and this, and this, the other thing is uh, the Gnostics denied the, they didn't necessarily deny, they, they didn't deny that Jesus Christ was God. What they denied was that he was human. Because mm -hmm. they believed that anything that was material was evil. Anything that was of the flesh was evil. And uh, so they, they took the doctrine that Paul was talking about when he's talking about dealing with the flesh mm -hmm. to the to the extreme. Uh, and some of that came out of Greek philosophy. But it's it's it was a heresy that they mm -hmm. were dealing with at that time. So, yes, they were saying. Don't let the heretics come in and, and uh, destroy your church. Now, you have to remember that the church was in its infancy at this point in time right. and and was still trying to get a footing, get on its feet. It took seven church councils over a period of uh, five, six hundred years of church history um, to really establish what scripture says concerning the Christian faith. And that has to do with soteriology, salvation. Mm -hmm. has to do with the, the nature of Christ. 
you know, is he fully God and fully man at the same time? You know, or is he just a half and half? Or is it, you know, what combination is it? They had to resolve that. They, they, of course, the attributes of God were pretty easy and clear from the old covenant, mm-hmm. but they went through that as well. And so yeah. it was things like that that they were dealing with. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, you make a great point because you, you said about the church's infancy at that time, which made it a lot easier for these, you know, individuals that crept in, right, and brought their own theology, their own mindset as far as the deity of Christ, whether he was 100% God, 100% human. And like you said, many thought he's not human. He's just 100% God and just took on a form and is playing that out. Uh, but it was easier for people to kind of believe those that had dreams because dreams was a big deal back then, right? Uh, experiences yeah. were a big deal back then. So it was easy for them to deceive people, especially when they didn't have the discernment needed. And that's why Jude wrote this letter. That's why Paul wrote his letters, you know, to the Corinthians, to Timothy, advising. And not only that, hey, we taught you these things keep them that way and watch out for these others that are trying to teach completely opposite of what we, you know, so far written to you. Right. Yeah. And, um, the reason those things were so important in the first century is because mm-hmm. the canon of scripture had not yet been completed Amen. and they needed that, that, that strength and move of the Holy spirit to protect the church from all of the assaults that the church was dealing with at that, that time. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't need that today. The church is well-established. The church is, has the doctrine of the church is well-established and uh, the church is strong. The church is uh, established in every country in the world. There's churches. We saturated the world with, with, with churches. And by saturated, I mean that, there's not a, a country left in the world that doesn't have the presence of Christianity in it. Mm. You know, even North yeah. Korea, they're, they're Christians. Mm-hmm. China has more Christians today than they've ever had. And um, they've got more Christians, I think, than any other nation in the world mm. right now. So, I mean, and of course, there's a lot of, a lot of Christians still left in this country, in the United States. But the, the point is that uh, the church is very strong, has a strong foundation. Christ is the cornerstone. It continues to build up. And even though temporally things seem to go be going in the opposite direction, that's a temporal thing. And we go through peaks and valleys as, we, as we're building God's kingdom. Mm-hmm. It's important to remember that. And every time we hit a valley, it doesn't mean that we're in the end times, okay? So, but, uh, but the point is, is that um, since the church is established and strong now, we don't need all of those dreams and visions and all of that. And that's why you don't see that today. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you see people faking it, but you don't see... Not like you saw in the book of Acts, not like you see recorded in the Gospels and so forth. You don't see that. So to what degree or what does contending for the faith look like today, 2023? You better know your Bible. Ooh, that's huge. That's what it looks like. You better know your Bible and you better understand it 
according to Orthodox Christianity. In other words, you you have we have two thousand years mm-hmm. of established theology. We have uh, great theologians of the past and many martyrs who have died for the faith, died for to get us the Bible, mm-hmm. where we could go on Amazon and buy one freely. People died to get that Bible in other people's hands, like Wick- Wycliffe, right? Yeah. And so, you know, what it looks like is we understand Scripture standing on the shoulders of those theological giants. Mm. I mean, the Apostle Paul, obviously in Scripture, Augustine, Calvin, Luther. Right, uh, you're looking at uh, even up to modern day times, people like R.C. Sproul, mm-hmm. right, uh, and, and so many others in between. Uh, you have that established. You have the church councils. You have creeds and 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 the confessions that are written, and the reason those are written is they're reflecting what's in Scripture, and they're. They're, they're kind of a guideline. They kind of keep us within those boundary lines that we need to be in. Because if you're not careful, you can read the Bible if you're undiscerning and end up turning it into a, a UFOlogy or UFOlogy uh, religion mm. and say, oh, well, see, the Bible supports this religion. Look, and you can pick and choose your verses and, and twist them and contort them. And so that's how you get these offshoots, right? And so it's important to stand on the shoulders of those who went before us and gave us a clear understanding of the scriptures. Now, now we, the sorry, now the one I was just going to say the one area that we have not resolved is eschatology. So I just wanted mm, to throw that. No, in. Thank you, thank you. You make yeah. a great point there. Uh, yeah. Before yeah. I interrupted you there, I was going to ask. Do you see that it's a lot easier to do what you just mentioned, you know, a few seconds ago in regards to, you know, coming in and picking something and making it a sub genre of theology and get it, make it easier for people to like you and, and like your teaching versus, you know, standing with these giants on that good old theology that uh, they have contended for throughout the years with being, you know, ridiculed, made fun of, even sometimes called a heretic because you're old fashioned. You are standing on old, you know, stuff and old theology. So how important is it that we contend for the faith in that regard? Because obviously it's easier to, to deceive people. I'll just grab this, part of this theology i'll put some of my thoughts into it you know make it easy for to you know for people to, for people to make it more palatable and in the meantime be liked by everybody compared to man i'm gonna stand on these giants and it could cause you know headaches because people may not agree with it right they're gonna have issues they're gonna have uh, feelings and intuitions that are gonna be distorted and so do we still stand Contend the faith in that regard, Lord, uh, brother, with uh, standing with these giants, or do we make it easy 
and just avoid the ridicule and the made fun of and because it could be a lonely place contending for the fate, can it? Yes, it can, of course. Yeah, and and but but how dedicated are we? Amen. To Christ, you know, uh, we understand physical warfare, mm-hmm. right? We understand conventional warfare quite well. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I just bought Sansu yesterday, the Art of War, because mm-hmm. I've always wanted to read it, but. Um, and he, he was a mastermind of, of that type of warfare. We understand the consequences of a nuclear war, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And that, and that um, it would be uh, mutual destruction, or maybe the entire planet would go down. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we avoid try to avoid it like the plague, because we understand the consequences. I think what we don't understand is the consequences of spiritual warfare. Mm. And we need to have a Sansu mentality when it comes to spiritual warfare. Okay. Because we are in the middle of it. Uh, Over the last, I'd say, well, actually, I would say, personally, since 2001, Mm-hmm. The events of uh, 9-11 in 2001, we have been in a psychological uh, warfare, um, a warfare of the intelligence agencies, right, mm-hmm. where they're using propaganda and psychological warfare on us. And it really hit a peak or hit a, a crescendo, if you will, at the beginning of the pandemic in 2019. At mm-hmm. the end of 2019. Uh, and so the this type of warfare, which is new to the public, uh, really came in hard and strong on us. And most people were unaware of what was going on until just recently where people started to wake up to it. Mm, okay. Now, I think when it comes to, in, in our generation, when it comes to spiritual warfare, we're still asleep. Mm. To it, so contending to the to for the faith is something that we're going to have to learn how to do again, mm. because they contended for the faith third, fourth century, right? Right. Uh, very, very stoutly. Um, but today we we have become so indoctrinated. With Darwinian thinking, Darwinian evolutionary right. social type thinking, right? Uh, we've been in, so indoctrinated with materialism, uh, with secularism, mm-hmm. and and I might add, in recent years, with the New Age ideas or philosophies, yeah, um, concepts of of spiritual things that are the doctrines of demons and the doctrines of devils. Yeah. And I'm going to include UFOs and UAPs in that um, because I believe those are inter- interdimensional beings that are manifesting themselves to us now to deceive us. I do not believe they are, they are uh, physical 
craft coming from another planet with extraterrestrials. <laughs> okay. Right. And, and part of the problem there is that you literally have to bend space to travel that far that fast or travel through a wormhole of some sort. Right. Uh, but would you examine this? Because it's becoming a new religion. It's what's happening. Oh, because absolutely. New- New Age is 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 a heavy part of of that, and the occultism and science, uh, Scientology, and all of that is has become a heavy part of that UFOology, mm-hmm. right? Uh, using transcendental meditation and things, and remote viewing and things of that nature to contact these extraterrestrials, as they will right. call them. Uh, and this is, and it's the people who are involved in that type of, of spiritual activity. They're the ones that are seeing the, the, uh, the objects in the sky and are abducted and those type of things. Mm-hmm. They're, they're the ones that are experiencing those things, uh, because they have dabbled into the occult. And so, I, I've been listening to a series called it's uh cultist. Oh it's a, yes. It's a, it's a podcast, right? Yeah. And, and it's a Lutheran pastor, Lutheran ministry minister. He's, he was heavy in the UFO studies before that. And then he went, he, he, uh, went into the ministry. He's a believer in Jesus Christ so he understands both worlds really, mm-hmm. really well. And he does a wonderful job explaining all this, going through the whole history of it. And when you listen to that and you, you go through the history of it, there's only one conclusion you can come to is that UAPs and UFOs are heavily connected to the occult. Mm. And so I believe that this is spiritual warfare. This is what Jude is warning against. And they're inter- interdimensional beings that come in and out of our dimensions. That's why they're able to uh, defy the laws of physics. Right. Because they're not three-dimensional. So they're not confined by three-dimensional laws of physics. Mm. And so this is what people are seeing. So they're real but they're not what people think they are. Right. They're demonic activity. They are angelic activity of of a sort, that type of thing. Now, what about other more practical stuff when it comes to defending the faith? Um, Some of the old first and second century heresies uh, are coming back into our day and re-manifesting themselves uh, in different clothing but it's the same old heresy we have to be careful of those and defend against them in the church and we also have to be aware that what when we're going throughout our day when we're doing things at the church it's not just the physical world and the physical people in the world that we're dealing with we're dealing with principalities and powers in high places spiritual things going on around us spiritual warfare is going on around us Mm -hmm. and uh and so we have to be aware of that 
and always mindful that our minds, our thoughts, our thing, our way of doing things can be influenced in a negative way. So it, it, the Bible says to keep your mind um, captured with the spiritual things of God, with the word of God and so forth. So when we reject the gathering of the church, when we reject spending time in the word and time in prayer, then what we've done is we have opened ourselves up to these false teachings and these heresies and these new age type of this new age type of thinking. Mm-hmm. Amen. So, no, you're you're so right. And not too long ago, we covered spiritual things spiritually discern, and we said how much of uh, us contending in, within the faith it has to do with a lot of spiritual uh, uh, experience, meaning. Digging into the word, understanding spiritual things, uh, having discernment, having wisdom over things, you know, and that goes, as you mentioned, when we first started talking about this uh, during this podcast, it's like you have to know your Bible really well. And that's what it is. We have to understand and know our Bible very well, uh, because you can easily, like Timothy says, be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine, especially if you don't know if you're not wise enough or even ask the right questions, uh, then you can easily be deceived and can easily give in to these things, uh, such as, you know, this whole, you know, UFO mania, I call it, because there's so many people, Christians believing in this whole UFO theology that they're using now to try to say there's other life in Mars. There's life out there outside of uh, us when it's clearly, you know, a, a spiritual movement that is being deceitful towards even the believers, unfortunately. Right. It, it, it's like I say, it, the people who are the most successful mm-hmm. as far as uh, being able to see this UFO, UAP phenomenon, all this, they're the ones that are involved in the, the occult. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, I don't know if you, I don't know if you've seen it, but I, I, I think I remember seeing a documentary. There was an actually UFO church. <laughs> yes, it's becoming. Yeah, it, there is. I mean, it, it, it's <laughs> it's becoming a religion. It really it, it is. is. No, it really is. <laughs> yeah. You said it. It's a religion so, now, yeah. and that's how yep. you get a cult. That's how you get the cult going, and people believe in 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 such nonsense. You know, more than anything, it's because you know those things are out there. People do believe these things, and uh, so you know. Therefore, I believe that teaching you know, Jude and how to contend for the faith. It's very important. And it's very important for us today. Why? Because that battle never will cease. We will continue to contend for the faith until we are before our Lord and creator. It's going to continue on. Right. That's true. Now you can see, begin to see, as we're talking about this, how intense this spiritual warfare is Mm -hmm. and how how intense it can get Uh, because it involves propaganda right. Mm-hmm. right it involves um spiritual influences upon our minds and our and our souls right it involves uh massive deceptions and things of that nature so it's important to be very discerning and very careful in looking at these things uh so you know to kind of go there but uh the problem is it's a what's happening is that there's a shift going on in our society we're le- we're leaving kind of the uh, 
the materialistic, secular humanist type of thinking mm. and moving more toward metaphysics, which is mm. more of a spiritual type of thinking where people are saying, yeah, there is a God, uh, but we're going to define him differently than what the Bible does, or we're going to define him in a way that's more new age type of thinking. And, um, and and we we can become gods and so on so forth. So this is just Satan shifting strategy. Absolutely. Right. So I had him with the communism and I had him with the materialism and all of that for a while. Now I'm going to switch over and right. hit him with this over here. And so this is why the confessions and the creeds historically de developed to, in in conjunction with the scriptures. Whereas the scriptures are given by inspiration of God and the creeds are not and the confessions are not, but they are very, very helpful mm -hmm. in keeping us within a guideline. Um, that's why they're so important. And so when you begin to go outside of scripture and outside of the established orthodox historic Christianity, you're going into a world where you're going to be easily tossed to and, th to and fro with all kinds of weird and strange and false doctrines mm -hmm. and false right. teachings. And you're no match for the spiritual, uh, for the um, metaphysical and spiritual beings that are going to be messing with you mm. when you do that. Right? right. So we're no match for that. We've been here on this earth for a short time. They've been in existence for a very, very, very long time. And they have abilities way beyond ours. And they're a lot smarter and more intelligent than we are. Uh, and so that's why the Bible tells us whenever we pray, mm -hmm. go to the Father and stay within the boundary lines, right? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, right? Amen. It also said, the Apostle Paul also says in Galatians, if any other creature, including an angel, teaches mm -hmm. any other gospel than what we have taught, that the apostles who got it from Jesus Christ have taught, let them be accursed. Mm. And that's, that is the interdimensional beings that are jumping in here playing, oh, we're Mr. Extraterrestrial, playing the mind game and feeding people a false teaching. Mm. And a false one. And so you've got people like Dr. Greer mm -hmm. who go, they, they go out and they meditate and they have, they, they have mind contact with these beings. Oh, that stuff. They're just imagining that. No, it's real because the beings are real and they're real and they really are communicating. And what's happening is these beings are feeding them falsehood mm -hmm. and false information to spread it around the world. And because they are beyond us, people will, are more apt to believe it. Right? Right. This this is no different than Muhammad receiving his revelation mm -hmm. from some uh, an angel claiming to be an archangel inside mm -hmm. of a cave. Or Joseph Smith receiving his from the angel uh, Moroni, right? And, right? and coming up with the book of Mormon, so forth. Uh, th I believe they really did see these visions and had these dreams and communicate with these creatures, but they were false teachings.
coming mm-hmm. from spiritual beings that are that are fallen, probably mm-hmm. fallen angels or demons or something of that nature. Uh, the same was true of the Utopia. Uh, you, uh, what's the name of the book? Uh, Urantia book. Oh, Urantia. Yeah, yes. Yeah, Urantia is the same thing. It's it, mm-hmm. it was a, you know, it, supposedly received through these spiritual beings that mm-hmm. communicate it with. And, you know, and when you read the Urantia book, there are things that line up with the Bible, and there are things that don't. Mm-hmm. And so they they do the old trick of mixing truth with error. Sure, and then getting people to buy into it. Right. So and, that, and be- that's that's when it's more dangerous, bro, because you do have yeah. some truth, but the bad, real bad part of it is the bad part of it. Meaning that, yeah, we'll get you with this little bit of truth, but in the end, those bad truth, it's going to overshadow that little truth that is in there, because right. you're still believing what's bad about it. So, right. Yeah, we're yeah. See, look, folks. Star Wars, Star Trek, it's it's fantasy. Mm-hmm. You know, I fun fantasy. I like watching Star Trek. I like watching Star Wars. I think mm-hmm. they're they're a lot of fun. They're very entertaining, right? Yeah. Uh I love the uh the whole military uh ship type of mm-hmm. uh arrangement that they have in Star Trek. I think you know that the discipline and order, I think it's really cool. But it's fantasy. It's not reality. Uh, close encounter, uh, not close encounter. Uh, was it uh, Independence Day? Mm-hmm. Right? Where they mm-hmm. come down and invade, and it's fantasy. Okay, so if if they try to fake an alien invasion, because remember they keep pushing. Oh, they they could be dangerous. They could be dangerous. Right. 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 Uh, and to to push their agenda, mm-hmm. don't buy into it, folks. You cannot trust or believe hardly anything that government puts out anymore. Yeah, right. I mean, I don't trust the FDA anymore. I don't trust the CDC anymore. Yeah. I don't trust the WHO anymore. And we can go down the list of all kinds of government agencies that I'm just thinking, I'm going, I don't believe you and I don't trust you because you've lied to us way too many times. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. You, you lie to me once. That's it. You're done until you repent. Yep. Yep. And, and you know? just imagine, brother, if the whole country had that mentality. You know what? Government, we're tired of you. We're, we're, we're just not. We're, we're not doing this until you apologize, until you do the right thing. Until you repent. Yeah. Real repentance, not fake. Mm-hmm. Right. You right. know? Yeah. But, you know, that that. What does that look like? That would mean everybody in leadership probably will be removed. <laughs> Majority of them. Uh, uh, but yes, yeah. repentance will be the first step of all things. Right. Um, in order for the country right. to move forward. Yeah. Now you get down to verse six in Jude, it says, and this is what we had been talking about. Mm-hmm. And the angels, which kept their, not their first estate, but left their own habitation, he hath reserved unto everlasting chains under darkness unto the judgment of the great day, even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication and going after strange flesh, are set forth for an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Mm. 
Likewise, also these filthy dreamers defile the flesh, despise dominion, and speak evil of dignities. Yet Michael the archangel, when contending with the devil, he disputed about the body of Moses, durst not bring against him a railing accusation, but said, the Lord rebuke you. There's a lesson for us. Mm-hmm. Right there. And yeah. these speak these speak evil of those things which they know not, but what they know naturally as brute beast in those things they corrupt themselves. So these are corrupt evil beings trying to present themselves as angels of light. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they're brute beast teaching lies yeah. that will deceive people with propaganda. And you have to be careful of that, folks. Mm. Amen. Good stuff, my brother. Folks, the importance. And the reason I want to talk about Jude is, again, we are studying at a church. And every time I get to study Jude, brother, you think about these things from a spiritual perspective, mm-hmm. from uh, uh, a uh, wisdom and discernment perspective. Because a lot of the times we're not thinking of you know, these creepers creeping into church and doing these things, we just think, ah, you know, it's usually the loud mouth, obnoxious, and it's not. A lot of the times it's low-key, they come under the radar, and then all of a sudden, boom, there mm-hmm. comes the theology that is uh, error, that is, you know, mm-hmm. man-made, that has some truth to it, but the majority is bad. So it's important. It's a good, I believe it's a good reminder every time you study the book of Jude to, you know, understand what contending for the faith is, what it was then for, because Mm -hmm. what they were dealing with, what they were looking forward to, and to us now, after the canon of scripture was completed, after the church has been established, but we still, you know, have to face the fact that we have to contend to the truth in spite of the church being established. Yes, the church is victorious. But we will not stop contending for the faith because there is still sin in this world. Right. Yeah. Good stuff, my brother. Good stuff. We can continue on this theme as we do another one, but uh, there's so much here. We can't cover it there all on the podcast. There is a lot, brother. Absolutely not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think we should probably take a little bit of time and really explore this subject. Let's do it. Let's do it. We'll yeah. cover a little bit more on our next yeah. uh, podcast for sure. So yeah. Good stuff. Uh, do you have anything else for us, brother? Um, I yeah, but we'll do it in the next podcast. <laughs> All right, I <laughs> yeah, like that. We'll cover that. So let's let's uh, let's call it here. And uh, folks, please share this podcast. Amen. And uh, any good podcast puts out really good information. Um, you know, share it with folks, but uh, we, we appreciate all of our audience. We appreciate all of you that listen. Um, uh, we're, I'm running into folks out here in North Carolina, brother, that's listening to the podcast. Oh, praise the uh, Lord. Good. Yeah. And so, um, so we appreciate all of you. Please share, tell your friends about it. Uh, if it's a blessing and, uh, we, we just trust the Lord that by word of mouth that he, he will spread his word according to his will and his providence so with that remember keep your mind sharp and your uh heart pure and we'll see you next podcast and we'll catch catch capture catch you on the flip side that's what i should have said (laughs) you have been listening to the vortex apologetic podcast hey there ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning in to listen to the vortex apologetic 
It is our prayer that God is glorified and that you are richly blessed by this podcast. We are living in amazing times, and it is a privilege to encourage and strengthen your Christian walk through the use of modern technology. Therefore, remember that you can find us at TheVortexApologetic.com, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and all major podcast providers. Just search for The Vortex Apologetic, and there you will find us. Thank you again, and remember, keep your mind sharp and your heart pure. God bless. God bless.